Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Number three, Jones and Mego with Arcan, W-E-E-I. Don't forget, you can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Save W-E-E-I as a favorite and listen wherever you go. We started off today talking about Bill Belichick going on Tom Brady's podcast. We'll circle back to that because I think it tells you a lot about where Bill is at. I think Bill is, uh, again, bending the knee. I think it tells you a little bit about where Tom Brady is at. Mego made this point earlier. Maybe this is a real retirement. That's why Bill is willing to go on the podcast this year as opposed to last year. And I wonder if Robert Kraft is now the enemy for Tom Brady. And we'll circle back to that at 617-779-7937. We've talked uh, a little Celtics and Bruins as well in the last hour. If you want to chime in there, you may. But I read something from Phil Perry yesterday, guys, that... uh, caught my eye on Matt Patricia and it coincided with Mike Florio going on Tom Curran's podcast and we can work our way through all of it uh Phil Perry in a larger story about Adrian Clem I believe or at least about the Patriots coaching staff he writes my understanding is we could be waiting on an official title for Adrian Clem since the future of the person who previously held the offensive line coach title Matt Patricia is still in flux But the message in the hirings of both Bill O'Brien and Adrian Clem is clear. uh, clear. Last year wasn't good enough, and they're aggressively looking to improve. So we don't don't have a title for Adrian Clem because Matt Patricia is still in flux. Why is he in flux? I, I thought he was on the way out. I thought he was gone. I thought maybe he'd go work somewhere else or maybe punt upstairs. Like, what? Why is his title in flux? Why can't you just name Adrian Clem the offensive line coach? How's everybody doing today? Have we even gotten the official announcement or statement? No, not or release from the team that Adrian Clem. Clem has been hired. Nope, we got they it. They did on, this strange thing. We got it where on they O'Brien. Had, they had an in-house reporter, but they did this with O'Brien too. Yep. An in-house reporter write up someone else's report. Uh, the yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The they report would, that came they out wouldn't yesterday. confirm it as an organization, but they but said, they oh, hey, there are reports that Adrian Clem is here. Yes, official yes, yes. Twitter page says, report Patriots. Many people are saying. Oregon <laughs> offensive lineman Here's Clem. what people are saying about us. It's very strange. To your point, it just increasingly feels like there is no place for Matt Patricia. Like, even if, yeah, I understand to separate from whether you think that he can have a role, like a functional role that brings value 
in Foxborough, you can debate that. I'm not sure what the role is well, what's the, that's available. What's the holdup? I just don't get what the holdup is. So if he wants Are to be Are they trying here, to come up with something for well, him? Well, or is he not sure what he wants to do? Is he still trying They're to go trying somewhere to else? They're trying to give him and, the grace to figure it out. I, I, just mean, I just don't get what's in flux. Either he's moving somewhere else in the organization or he's moving on. Why can't you name Adrian Clem the offensive line coach unless Patricia's still involved? And that's scary. And I guess that's, that's my takeaway. Uh, was it Chad Graff? at the uh, uh, Shrine Bowl last week, said Joe Judge is still stalking around, talking to all the offensive players at the Shrine Bowl. Like, he's still involved. Patricia still is in flux. Like, I want to think they've moved on and transitioned, but I'm I'm still not totally sold that's what they're doing. I read this as they're trying to be graceful with him. They're trying, they understand that he was the human punching bag Bill doesn't want to throw them under season. the bus. He is one of Bill's best friends. So they're trying to massage the situation here. But I just don't see a spot for him. He's not going to be Ernie Adams. I mean, they have Evan Rothstein, basically, who's been groomed for Rothstein's that role. nothing without me. <laughs> I made Rothstein. Seems to be actively. And I can destroy Rothstein. <laughs> seems to be actively doing that role. So I don't, I don't get it other than they're just trying to play nice here. I don't know why they need to do it at, like, bend over backwards for Matt Patricia. Yeah, your theory is as good as any, unless, again, Occam's razor. It's just he actually is still involved, and that's terrifying if he's still involved. Maybe it's Bill just letting him down easy and not throwing him under the bus. You think then that Bill O'Brien is cool with having him on his side of the ball? Because all indications are that, especially we didn't really talk about this with Nick Cayley going out of town, it does seem like it's O'Brien's show on that side of the ball. So I, well, brought I in one guy. would assume that Adrian Clem coming in is something that O'Brien is excited about. And I can't really think that O'Brien would be super excited about having any of well, that why, hanging over from last season. Why wouldn't you be excited about working with Matt Patricia? Ar- Arkan, you brought this up earlier today at the Super Bowl. You know, it was media day last night. Right. And, uh, you know, all the various players are available to various media outlets. And Darius Slay formerly of the Detroit Lions, now a corner of the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, had some things to say about Matt Patricia. Correct? No, no, no. I, I'm not calling for audio. I was asking I'm you. I'm sorry. I, I was thought you were calling for the audio. No, I was, for <laughs> no I'm asking you. <laughs> yes. That was awkward, uh, guys. He certainly did, and I apologize there. Uh, Collect he did. yourselves. He was asked about uh, Patricia, and he had really uh, tough, uh, tough life. It's this guy, biggest week of this guy's life, and he was ready to talk about Matt Patricia. Darius Slay said that um, Patricia came in, and he said it's weird how he came in like he was bigger and better than all of us. Uh, he was acting like he was asked to be there. We do get selected. That was the crazy part about him. Slay said that Patricia Patricia had a big problem with him training in the offseason with other players, um, other great players. He basically said, this is uh, Slay talking, you're not in that category yet. At the time, I only had one Pro Bowl, but now I'm at five, so I want to know how he feels about that now. I don't wish bad on him, but as a man, me and him just don't get along. He's a smart coach, knows his X's and O's, but the disrespect is not what I'm with. And that's uh, what he said. And it echoes something that he said, uh, well, last season, on Bryant McFadden's podcast, another former defensive back. Here's Darius Slay on that podcast. Me and Manny P was not going to never see eye to eye. You know, yeah. I it remember. Was, did, it, I, did it start off that way with you and Patricia, or did it eventually it, it, get to that It level? started off like that, man. Sherm set up a little DB camp for, uh, mm-hmm. for the NFL players. So me, Sherm, uh, it was Xavier Rose, Tlaib. So yeah. I'm going to, you know, learn, you no know, question. trying to get better. When camp started, I had recorded the camp, and he came in and brought me into his office, our first meeting. He said, um, 
I don't think you should have been working out with them guys that we play against this year. You know, because guys like Marvin Jones, all them guys got to see you got they got to play against them. I'm like, what they got to do with me? You don't think them guys are trying to figure out what you what what kind of technique them guys use? I'm saying, man, these are professionals. If they doing their job, they gonna know what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? What really tricked the Dolphins because he said that was my first. That was my first Pro Bowl. He was like. And he basically hit me straight up to their face and said, honestly, I don't even really think you even in that category. So I'm like, what? It was like, I'm like, all right, man, I got to get on out of here. Man, me and you don't got no kind of talk. We business partners. His philosophy was just, you know, I don't know. You know, you've been in the league long enough. You know how the Patriot world feel like everybody. It's, it's a little weird. <laughs> Some of them, it's like, it, can be, it can be a little weird. Yeah, they're a little weird. They be just think everybody find a way to cheat and all this kind of stuff, man. <laughs> got that, man. Hey, don't say that word, boy. We ain't cool. Because, like, he was trying my... My like, you know, he's trying to belittle me, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like so, like, nah, he can't belittle me. Like, I know I work too hard for somebody to belittle me. So, um, we ain't, we ain't click at all. There's so, no hard blood with them definitely now, cause you know, like I said, Matty P ain't there. So it echoes, and he's talking about the Lions. No more bad blood. Uh, it echoes what he said last night at the Super Bowl. This this Pro Bowl thing has irked him now a few different times. I'm where like, what? Patricia comes <laughs> in and says, yeah, you made one Pro Bowl, but I don't really think you're at that level. Meanwhile, now he's sitting here on five Pro Bowls and he's in the Super Bowl, while Matt Patricia is maybe out of a job. Dude, if I'm him and Matt Patricia said that to me, I'd be like, mind your own business. It's my off time. I'll do, unless I get injured or something or I break something in my contract, why are you? Why are you watching who I'm hanging out with? It's such a weird thing to be upset it's about. So that insecure. he's working out with the other best defensive backs in football. First of all, his his reasoning, at least according to Slay, there is so stupid. Oh, they're going to see what you're bad at. And they're going to see what you're good at. And then they're going to be able. They're going to go back and they're going to tell their coaches. Man, and then these they're going to be professional. able to. They're going to be able to. As if like these games are broadcast in secret. Oh, no, right. I didn't like, think of that. No, if any, that's actually a good, good point, Darius. If anything, the Patriots would be doing that. If anything, Matt Patricia would be. Having you go in as a spy, so why a spy he... balloon, as it were, to, to to kind of hover in there with all the other great defensive backs, and then the Patriots would steal the information, not the other way around. I didn't even ask him. You're going to be a Trojan horse, Darius. <laughs> we're going to bring you in, and you're just going to spy on everybody. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of horse, have you ever tried horse meat? Uh, so, so I, I just, I think it's mind boggling. Well, mind-boggling that this is how players are still talking about Matt Patricia. Obviously, Darius Slay and him did not get along, but Matt Patricia may still be here, according to Phil Perry. He may still be here. Uh, while we're talking about Bill O'Brien uh, being a part of the show, uh, Mike Florio went on with Tom Curran and his Patriots Talk podcast, and I thought Florio had a lot of interesting stuff to say. We're going to get about, uh, or get to rather, Florio and Curran's view on Bill Belichick's future, which I think ties into Bill going on the Brady podcast last night. Uh, but here's Mike Florio weighing in on Bill O'Brien and his role with the offense and specifically the quarterback, Mac Jones. His experiment blew up. The Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, Frankenstein monster approach to offense didn't work. <laughs> so now Bill O'Brien comes back in on a white horse. And I think what Bill O'Brien thinks of Mac Jones is going to go a long way toward determining what Bill Belichick thinks of Mac Jones. Because Bill Belichick thought, Mac Jones is good enough that I can take a guy who's never been an offensive coach and let him run the offense. I can take a special teams coach and make him the quarterback's coach. And I'm sure you've heard the same things I have. Like when the talk around the building was Joe Judge is coming back, they just assumed it was in special teams. Mm -hmm. Quarterback's coach, what are you talking about? Quarterback's coach, are you crazy? So I think there's some humility in the Bill O'Brien return, and I think there's humility in that response because I think he's going to rely on Bill O'Brien to help him make his decision about quarterback. And he should. He should be relying on Bill O'Brien, although O'Brien didn't have the greatest track record offensively or with quarterbacks in Houston. He should look at it and say, do we believe in this kid or not? 
Can I read you something? I saved this for you. Yes. You didn't know. You no. have no idea this good. is here. This like, is a little nugget. I like this a good surprise. This goes back to 2020 from Kevin Clark of The Ringer. And I actually thought this was fascinating. He wrote this kind of, you know, after O'Brien got fired from Houston. So that's what I was going to say. This is the transition of Mac on, on the way out at Alabama and Bill O'Brien on the way out. So he wrote this. He said about O'Brien, he made the playoffs with Brian Hoyer and Brock Os- Osweiler as the team's top passers. He won the AFC South in more than half the seasons he coached. A remarkable feat. O'Brien, strangely, delivered better coaching jobs with worse quarterbacks. He overachieved with bad passers. Not just with the Texans, he coached uh, Christian Hackenberg at Penn State and underachieved with Deshaun Watson. He won as many playoff games with Osweiler as he did Watson. One, is it possible that O'Brien, because he has a little bit of this Brad Stevens, Bridgie Celticsness to him, where he excels with the underdog, that he makes Mac look better than Mac actually might be long term? Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe. I mean, if Bill O'Brien can coach up. And I guess we can debate how much he coached up some of those quarterbacks in Houston, but if he can coach those guys up, can he coach up Mac? Yeah. I I just think it's interesting that Bill would be willing to listen to someone like Bill O'Brien. Are you sold on this kid or not? And if we're not sold on this kid, I think that leaves the door open to going in a different direction. Like hearing that, don't don't you feel like Mac is exactly the kind of quarterback then that O'Brien could overachieve with? I've said this before. does that indicate a long-term success? I'm not sure. Well, we're going to find out. But Mac is is closer to those other names in Houston than Deshaun Watson. Yes. Hello. That's my feeling on it. So, yes, Bill's had success with that type of quarterback. And maybe Mac Jones will be better than than those quarterbacks, but he ain't Watson. Uh, 617-779-7937. It's how you get in touch with Jones and Mego with Arcan. Uh, When we come back, I want to get to more of Mike Florio on Bill Belichick and his coaching future. Is he on the hot seat? And what could he do after New England? That's right. He could be going somewhere other than New England, according to Mike Florio. We'll do that after trending with Christian Arkin. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Celtics held on to beat the Pistons last night in Detroit. 111-99 was the final score. Jalen Brown missed this game with a non-COVID illness. Jason Tatum led the way with 34 points. The win keeps the Celtics a game up on the Bucks in the East and the Nuggets uh, for the best record in the Eastern Conference and in the NBA, for that matter. Up next, the Celtics return home tomorrow night to host the 76ers. Another NBA news, according to Woj, the Brooklyn Nets and Kevin Durant having ongoing conversations on the direction of the franchise, but... The organization has thus far told teams they're not planning to trade him before Thursday's deadline. For the first time in its 70-year history, the Beanpot Final will be Harvard versus Northeastern. The championship game will be played this coming Monday at 7.30. BU and BC will play the consolation game at 4.30. Patrick Mahomes told reporters today that he plans to play through his ankle sprain, and according to NFL media, former Carolina interim head coach Steve Wilkes expected to be named the 49ers' next defensive coordinator. And how about this? Former Boston Mayor Marty Walsh leaving the White House for the NHL. Walsh, the current U.S. Labor Secretary under President Joe Biden, will start his new job as the Executive Director of the NHL Players Association in the next coming days. This according to Frank Saravelli of the Daily Faceoff. The league's executive board still has to vote on Walsh's appointment. Saravelli reporting that Walsh is expected to be approved unanimously. I'm Christian Arkin, and that's what's trending now. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. 
matters. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI. So we're discussing the Patriots, Matt Patricia's role with the team. Apparently he still has one. According to Phil Perry, could be a while before Adrian Clem gets the offensive line coach title with the Patriots because Matt Patricia's role is still in flux. Take it from my cold, dead hand. <laughs> so why is he still here? Are you are you fearful that he's still here and that Joe Judge is stalking around at the Shrine Bowl dealing with offensive players? Again, 617-779-7937. Why is Patricia still here? You can weigh in on that. I also want to get to Bill Belichick and his future because Mike Florio was on the Tom Curran Patriots Talk podcast. And I thought Florio had a lot of uh, interesting stuff to say. A lot of interesting things that he brought up about Belichick and his future, almost unprompted. Like, he wanted to go here unprompted a couple of different times. So let's hear the the, the first clip on, uh, or Mike Florio, rather, on Bill Belichick and his future with the Patriots. Let's uh, Let's hear this one. How long do you think Belichick will stay if it's his call? I think he'll go... I do think that they will find success with O'Brien, and by the end of wait, so time out, so time out. This, uh, give me, give me that other one. I'm sorry, maybe I set that up poorly. Give me the, I, give me the bill, the bill hot seat one is what I meant to call for there. If you could, uh, let's hear, those let's hear. Six Super Bowl wins gives him a big pile of chips. Right, he's at the high rollers table with chips stacked up so high you can barely see the top of his head. So <laughs> this year he played some of them. What the hell? I got all these chips. Right. I'm going to play some of them, and he played some of them, and he lost. And he lost maybe more than he thought. And he realized, I better win some of them back. So how do I keep 
before I win them back, how do I keep from continuing to lose my chips? Mm -hmm. So I think there is, even though that facade, that baked in Naval Academy, show nothing of yourself, do nothing because they're always looking for anything. They're always trying to read you. That just kind of flat line. There is humility in that he knows it can't be Matt Patricia and Joe Judge again. We got to get Billy O back. We got to do it. Even if it was him coming to that conclusion on his own or getting a nudge from above. What if he got a nudge from above and said, screw you, I'm going to do it my way. I got all these chips. I mean, either way, he concluded on his own, he needs to change, or he submitted to somebody above him that maybe in the past he wouldn't have submitted to. Either way, it's a sign of progress for him. And it's a necessity because because hot seat's coming. If this continues... If you just keep recklessly doing it's these things, it's warm already. Yeah, it's it's warm. Well, it's but I'm it's saying it's not coming. as cool as it was. You don't you don't have ten years of mediocrity. You just t- the NFL doesn't work that way. No, no, it does not. And you know, Curran is acknowledging there the hot seat is coming for Bill if he doesn't get things sorted out, which is why he got outside of his comfort zone and brought in somebody like Bill O'Brien. I just <laughs> you're being sarcastic there, right? What? He got out of his comfort zone. Yes, and, br- and brought and brought in Bill O'Brien. No, yeah, okay. he brought, no, he just got got out of his comfort zone and had to bring anything, back his old friend. Anything dictated to him? You think you think he was in his I comfort zone to bring back Bill O'Brien? Fully sarcastic. No, there. you think Bill wanted to do this? <laughs> do you think um, Bill wanted to do this? Yeah, I. Do. I don't. Why didn't he do, do it last year? I, the, the nudge. Why didn't he do it last year? Is interesting because he got the nudge last year. Because O'Brien would have left Jones because he would have done such a great job. He would have left and it would have no. been the worst what thing Bill ever. Bill wants is Patricia and Judge on offense. That's what Bill wants. He's getting out of his comfort zone because he had such a crappy year. I'm not being sarcastic at all. It's 100% what it is. You think that going to Bill O'Brien is outside of his comfort zone? Uh, it's literally saying, yeah. worked it's not, as his offensive coordinator. The job he's before. already had. Having <laughs> having moves dictated to him is outside of his comfort like bringing zone. Bringing Cliff Kingsbury in from Thailand would be going outside of his comfort but, zone. But he doesn't want to make any move. Is my point. That's what gets him outside of his comfort zone. He doesn't want anything dictated See, to him. He wants to do what he wants. I wonder about that. He's and, used to doing okay. what he wants, and we're now making, he has to do something he doesn't necessarily want. He doesn't a, want to bring in we're Bill O'Brien. A jump in logic to guess that. No, that I'm not making a jump in logic. He him. had a choice to bring in Bill O'Brien last year, and he went with Patricia and Judge. That's, That's what he, he wants. He was afraid of offending Saban, and now apparently, if you listen to people in Alabama, they were chasing Bill O'Brien I, out with pitch. I don't think that's what it was. Arcan. I don't think that's what it was. Get I think he wanted Patricia and Judge. Yankee away from our. I think he wanted two cheap coaches who he could manipulate, and I think that's his comfort zone. So no, I do think this is getting out of his comfort zone. I do. Okay. Now it wouldn't be as crazy as hiring somebody who he had no ties to. I'll grant you that. That would be out of his comfort zone. But this is out of his comfort zone. Okay. It is. I, I, I think we're just going to have to disagree on this. I think it's fully in his comfort zone. You think he wanted to he fire Patricia and well. Judge he's after one retread. year? You think he wanted to do this after one year? I don't think he wanted to. I think he saw that he had to. Okay, so he's, How okay. could he have another year of this? This is what I'm saying. Even Bill is not that stubborn. This is what I'm saying. For himself. He didn't want to do any of this. He, he would rather have those guys in place. He is out of his comfort zone making moves on his coaching staff. He doesn't want to do that. The whole reason he supposedly didn't bring in O'Brien is because he didn't want to make a move a year later. Now no, he's doing it's it. Yeah, but that's he before it failed. He didn't want to upset Saban. Yep. He did, Saban's his buddy. He didn't want to upset Saban, their so he special, kept Saban Their special there. teams has failed two years in a row. They still have Cam Acord. I don't know what is going so on like, with that. I mean, there, it doesn't matter if their coaches all, are failing. Bill will keep them employed. For all of I the talk. I got all these chips. Right. 
for all the talk that we have dedicated, I know sec, uh, special teams isn't sexy, but all the talk we've dedicated to Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, Cam Acord is over in the corner I guess just like still so doing his much thing. Punter talk. Here, here's my point. If the Patriots were in the playoffs and they were 10-7 and 7 instead of 8-9, and 9, do you think Bill makes this move? If it was as bad as it sounded uh, no. behind the scenes, yeah. I don't think he does. It sounded like he had these guys working he's in, making incredibly the move. long hours, even by Patriots coaching standards, because he was trying to figure out if there was any way to get them up to no speed, and they were completely off. incompetent. He's making completely the move. Completely incompetent. He's making the move because he's desperate, and because the hot seat's getting hotter, which I don't know if fans agree Is with. Is he desperate? But- mm. I think he's feeling a little pressure. I think he's feeling a little hot under the collar. Sure. Like, ooh, this is uncomfortable. I did, Last season did not go the way that I thought. I'm sure he's feeling that way. But I still wouldn't say going to Bill O'Brien, who's literally been an offensive coordinator under him, worked for him for five-plus years, is going outside his I, Look, zone. I understand. He's not hiring from outside of his his web, right? I mean, it's it's people who like he knows him a big spider. and works with. Like, it's not like he's hiring somebody he has no relationship with. But Bill Bill didn't want to make a move. Bill doesn't want things dictated to him. Bill wants to leverage people, not be leveraged. And he's getting leveraged. 617-779-7937. Do we think Bill's seat is getting hotter? Uh, Meanwhile, Tom Curran, and this is mostly Curran, but Florio has a little thing that he adds here at the end. But Tom Curran speculates as to what Bill could be doing in the near future. How long do you think Belichick will stay if it's his call? I think he'll go. I do think that they will find success with O'Brien, and by the end of 2024, he will have caught Shula. And after 2024, he will move upstairs to a, this is full-on predictions, not guesses. He will move on to more of an advisor role, and, and Gerard May will take over as head coach. With the Patriots? Yes. Yeah, see, one of the things I've heard is his long-term play is to go somewhere and be the... Parcells. The Parcells, which is very hard for a coach to do. It's hard for a coach to not coach. But if he adheres to do your job, then you can do it. But the key is get a little equity. Go to one of these other teams. I, I hate that. Why? As a, if he adheres to do your job, like people talk about this, do your job, no days off, these slogans, like they are the commandments, like they're the four agreements that yeah, Brady tries they're to just, live by. They're just they're convenient. Just things he says. They're just convenient for think, Bill. I don't think he wakes up every morning and he's like, no days off, do your job. Do your job. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, I, I don't, sorry, I just need to pause because I hate that. No, I think he, he tells that to the players so that they buy in, just like Brady says the four agreements thing. It's just it's when it's convenient. But let's hear but the end of But if that. he adheres to do your job, then you can do it. But the key is get a little equity. Go to one of these other teams, get a little piece of the action, and and settle into one of these overseer roles. Ownership for Bill Belichick. He wants equity. Have we heard that before? Not that I, I haven't. We've heard that about Brady. I've definitely heard it about Brady and yep. speculated about it with Brady. I don't know that I've ever heard that with Bill Belichick, that maybe he wants to go into an advisory role, sure, but that he wants equity, that he wants a piece of the pie, that he might want to be an owner. You know what? Or at In least a, part owner. I'd, n- I'd never heard that. Bill is rich. He's Nantucket rich. Like, it's no secret. He has generational wealth already. So I wonder if going into the ownership, having the equity piece of this, because I listened to Tom's podcast and they went into the importance of having equity in a company, which seemed to catch Curran by surprise. Yeah, Florio, I think, told him at one point, yeah, you know, people who say they don't want equity are people who have no equity and don't realize the value right. of something like, like that. But my point is Belichick already has generational wealth. I wonder how much of this is like having a little piece of everything NFL. 
because that's how he is, right? He's well, like obsessed with the history of the NFL, so point. he could be an another, advisory role, another a box GM for him to role, check. a coach, and now he's also an owner of this incredible, you know, whatever dynastic thing. So why can't he do that here? Robert and Jonathan not necessarily looking oh, for a business please? partner named Bill you Belichick. Think Jonathan's gonna cut well, Bill so, in on equity. So this yeah, to yeah, me, yeah, sure. Here, well, you get to see, sit at the big long oak table right next to Jonathan and Bon Jovi. It's so, gonna be great. So this to me is kind of where we very the lead a little bit it's like oh so if bill if bill wants a part of ownership that's something that he's interested in uh some equity he can wet his beak a little bit if that's what he ultimately wants can he get it here a which you scoff at and i i would agree i don't think i don't think the crafts are giving any of that up chance and b is that his long-term play and is there life after foxborough because i've heard many times and i've thought many times well, if he's not coaching, is he really going to want to do anything else? He'll just go on his boat and he'll be in Nantucket or Florida or whatever, and that's what he'll do. But I I now hear this and I go, oh, okay, well, that, that could be his long-term play. And the fact that that's an open rumor, like Florio said it, and Curran's like, oh, yeah, he could be the Parcells? Oh, yeah. He finished his sentence. Correct. He jumped in as Parcells before he could, uh, Curran could get the words. So is it true? I have no idea. But I find it interesting that that's a rumor, that that's something Bill could do. Yeah, it is. Um, it makes sense. It's not It's not something that I hear and I go, wow, that's a dumb thing for him to do, like Tom Brady being a Fox I, commentator. Like I heard that, and I was like, well, I, that seems kind of beneath him. That doesn't seem like a good fit. I this feel dumb for never thinking of it. Yeah, I, I know. I hear this. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. Of course. Like, I feel, why wouldn't he do I this? I feel dumb for never bringing it up, never thinking of it. Like you said, Mego, we've talked about it with Brady. I've never once heard it mentioned, or I've at least never thought of it, uh, in relation to Bill Belichick. So what's what's his long-term play? Also, what teams are looking for an advisor like that? It's not like great teams. Like it's not like Andy Reid's gonna be like, "Come on, Bill, you're gonna you're gonna have a senior advisor role." Like, it's it's always the crappy teams. It's your Jacksonville Jaguars bringing in Tom Coughlin. Well, it's the uh, Indianapolis Colts bringing in John Fox. Like. If he really wants to do this, I mean, I don't think he can just sit there and collect the paycheck. Like, I know a he's perfect more place he could go. I want to hear where? a perfect place he could go where the coach is already one of his disciples and they're doing pretty well, and he has a history with the New York Giants. Ooh, sure. I could see that. That'd be a sure. perfect spot for him. Sure. Washington. Why, why, why Washington to be rumored in the past. Why can't he do it here? Well, again, if because I mean, Curran said, Curran said, this is not, this is prediction. This is not guessing. So he feels very strongly that Gerard Mayo is going to be the next head coach. If Bill Hand picks him and says, but I'm going to hang around a while in the building to keep this transition smooth for you, make sure you know well, all the ropes. You already answered your question. It's equity. Why wouldn't he do it here? If that's what he wants, I mean, if he just wants to be Maybe a senior Maybe equity advi- is the next step somewhere else. Maybe. One of the things I've heard is his long-term play is to go somewhere and be the... Parcells. Yeah, I mean, they are they are finishing each other's sentences. And look, I mean, you know, you know this. Tom appears with Mike Florio all the time and vice versa. So, you know, maybe they've discussed this and they know where each other are going. That's very possible. But I uh, I find that to be interesting. And could he get that here? Would you want him to get that here? Would you want him to get a, a, a piece of the ownership? I'm trying to think to of keep how, him in New England. how it would work because if he went to Washington, Washington's going to have new ownership in the next year. So it'll depend on who wants to cut him in, honestly. 617-779-7937. Is that something you would want, Patriots fans, uh, to ensure Bill staying here? Uh, again, 617-779-7937. The Giants would be an interesting one. Uh, I, I would have trouble seeing Bill going somewhere 
uh, Ryan brought up the the Jaguars. Jacksonville. Like going somewhere where Tom, Tom Coughlin, Coughlin went. I would have trouble seeing Bill doing and something Urban like that. Urban Meyer. I can't believe it didn't work out. Have to be more in the legacy franchise. Or tied to Maryland. <laughs> yeah, or tied to where he wants to go yeah. and, and retire potentially as well. That's true. Uh, one other thing to uh, bring up here. Did you see any of the numbers on Daniel Jones and his contract? Did you see this today? I meant to drop this in. No, I did not see any of this. Daniel Jones, the rumor now. And this uh, this will tie to another Jones uh, quickly. But the rumor now on Daniel Jones and his salary, which has me thinking long-term about Mac Jones and where things could be going, 35 to $37 million is the report as to what Daniel Jones could be getting this offseason. Something south of forty, but somewhere in the mid to high 30s. That's Daniel Jones we're talking about. That's not Deshaun Watson or Kyler Murray or certainly at the top of the quarterback heap, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and guys like this. Rogers. Aaron Rodgers, thank you. We're talking thirty-five to thirty-seven million for Daniel Jones, hey, like Kirk Cousins' money. This is enough. It is, yeah. and that's the fully guaranteed contract. So, good point. It's another reason to look at it and go, "Oi!" Like, are they are they really in bed long term with Mac Jones? Like, let's say Mac has a good year. Is that is that really what you're going to pay him long term? Is that the going rate for a quarterback? And will the Patriots pay that when they wouldn't pay it to Tom Brady? So I'm curious. I can't do the math on the fly, but what uh, percentage? Well, we definitely can. So. Yeah, no, well, I'm very good at that. What percentage of the salary cap that is? Because oh, you go back I have to no, I have no idea. I mean, because well, I mean, we look at that and you go, that's very high. Salary cap just jumped a little bit. So you know, that's how this happens. The every um, star quarterback, whatever. I'm not Daniel Jones. It's not this. No. But every star quarterback that signs a contract, it's going to be, oh, what a blockbuster new contract because the salary cap is going higher. But for Daniel Jones, I mean, Robert Kraft has gone in the past and said he's happy and willing to give somewhere around like 16 17% to a quarterback of the salary cap. It's 16%, by 16%? The way. 16%? Okay. Oh, that's exactly what Daniel Jones is? Uh, to the 224 yeah, so it it's sounds like end, yeah. that would be the cap of if they really bought into Mac, Ugh. that's what they would go. I would certainly want them to go lower for Mac, though. I, I mean, uh, I don't, because Mac, again, this goes back to Daniel Jones is this kind of guy, too. It's a kind of quarterback that you need to surround with elite talent. Yeah, I just, I can't, I can't go there. I can't that's go there. That's where the league's going, though. That's where it's like, already gone. Well, look at Kirk. He did it. Kirk Cousins did it. Kirk Cousins is better than Mac. And uh, Daniel Jones better might not Daniel be. Better than Daniel Jones? Uh, I think Cousins That's is better. I think Cousins is better than Daniel Jones. Yes, I think he is. So, what would you put realistically? Daniel Jones, I wouldn't pay him if I were the Giants. Maybe <laughs> franchise him, but I wouldn't pay him. I wouldn't fall for it, and I wouldn't fall for it anymore with Mac Jones. But if these are where the numbers are going. This is scary, and this is something I've talked about before with all these contracts, Kyler Murray, etc. Okay, uh, Kyler Murray's contract is nuts. You think Mac is the answer? Well, then this is what you're going to have to pay him. And I, I it's another. I like re- Mac at like thirty three, thirty four. It's another. Wow, that's so much money. I know. Money. It's I, so just, much that's, money. That's, that's what another you pay reason. quarterbacks. Not, well, it's what you pay good quarterbacks. Uh, what I would want to pay good quarterbacks. Commanders are paying anyway. Carson Wentz right now. <laughs> I, you know. Okay, <laughs> let me put a caveat in that. I'm assuming that Mac has the kind of performance where you're believing in him at the end of next year. Yeah, I mean. So if you're believing in him, then you got to put your money where your mouth is. We're talking Daniel Jones ish season. I'm not paying that. Not, I'm not paying not, that. I don't think I'd and like Bill, that. Bill exit. Belichick as a, a, a coach or an executive 
or a GM with equity, I would hope Bill's advice would be we're not paying a quarterback who's unproven that level of money. Brady, I get. Brady, they should have paid that contract too. Now you're going to turn that around was, and pay Mac $37 million? Okay, I didn't say, when did I say 37? When 35 did I say to 37 that? for Daniel Jones. I didn't say I was pay that much. I'm I'd just telling you what the number pay is. Pay around 33. If he has, if he wins you a playoff game next season, and you feel like he's the future, but that's all far away. You don't have to worry about it yet. I you just, can look at the Giants mon- and see what they're trying to figure out. You need to monitor that market. How that goes for them. You need to monitor that market and look at it and go, oh, okay. This is another reason why. If you think Max the guy, that's what you're. That's going to be the going rate, and it might be easier to start over again at that position than go forward with numbers like that. I also, if Max Tannehill is like a thirty million dollar cap at next yeah, year, yeah. And if Mac has a breakout season, you think he's going to give the Patriots a hometown discount? Like I don't, I really doubt that. I know Bill lot. treated him so well this year. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's going to be warm fuzzies. Oh, sure, I'll come back. So you guys are saying that you number might even be low. Thirty-three, I think, would be low. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Got it. The thirty-three might be low. Thirty-seven, to, I think. But I mean, listen, thirty-seven is thirteen million less than Russell Wilson in the top, and Mahomes in the top quarterbacks. That's you know, for someone like Daniel Jones or Mac Jones, someone on that level, if he has a season like that, that's about market-wise, uh, that's about right. More value in starting over. Uh, six- I, uh, I don't know. As a former Washington fan, <laughs> I've watched franchises start over and over and over and over, and I'd rather be the Minnesota Vikings than the Washington Commanders. I mean, the Patriots are, have already started over a few different times since Tom Brady. Well, they took that weird Stidham, cam year. Cam, you keep counting Mac. Stidham. Yeah. I don't count Stidham. He, well, never, he never started a game. He was the quarterback at the beginning of the offseason before, before they brought okay. in Cam on like the 4th of starting, July in the middle of the offseason. He was the starting quarterback of OTAs. The New England Patriots love Jared Stidham. The teams typically bring, so in, the teams oh, no. typically bring in their starting quarterback on the 4th of July? No, but no. everything about that, that was unusual. That means something happened. So I, I think they're on their third quarterback already. And who knows, maybe by the end of this year, they'll be on number four. Uh, 617-779-7937. It's how you get in touch with Jones and Mego with Arcan. On the way next, we'll get more from Megan Adelini in Megsplaining. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Megsplaining. Megsplaining. This is going to be a stranger segment of Meg explaining. I'm just warning you guys. Nice. Have you ever heard of something called the chick? When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Chicago Pedway. The Chicago Pedway? Yeah. Spell it. P-E-D-Way? No. Have you ever heard of the Minneapolis footbridges? Uh, No. Boston, I got two words for you. Sky tunnels. Okay. We need them. Okay, I started thinking about this over the weekend when it was a wind chill of negative 48 in Boston. 
And I don't think we need temperature this extreme to remind us how freaking miserable it is to walk around this city outside in the winter. And these other great cold weather cities. Now, just, just to jump in, though, I think a lot of people would tell you, well, what are you doing walking around? But you're a dog owner, so you, ha- you have yes. to be outside. And I, I'm yes. in that same boat, too, because a lot of people, I think, would be like, well, what are you doing outside? Okay, go, I'm sorry. Sit, so we're just not going to go places? Sit, sit in your car. Yeah, so we're I mean, just not going to go places. Without a dog, that's probably what I would tell people. Yeah, I'd be like, just sit inside. Okay, you don't out. like the outside I to don't. begin with, no, even on a nice day. I don't. So I really feel that Boston is lacking in tunnels. It needs tunnels. It needs sky tunnels. We need to improve our city this way. Wait, what's, Did a, you sky, know that, what's a sky tunnel? Let, I'll tell you. Like a like a foot like a footbridge up Have in you the ever, air. It connects the Prudential Center okay. to the uh, that one. Guys, that's okay. sky bridge, yeah. fellas, you're stepping on my segment Wait, here. That, that's a sky tunnel. There is one sky tunnel in Boston. Yeah. It connects Copley Place and the Prudential Center. It's you pretty, know that weird little pretty low for a sky tunnel. tunnel. Yeah. And a uh, fact that people sometimes will tell you is that you can go from New York to Boston without ever going outside because you can take the Amtrak or the Acela from New York to Boston and you can actually access that T-station without going outside because you can go up through the Prudential and then walk through Copley Place. Anyway, Mm. I really feel like compared to these other cities, Minneapolis has nine and a half miles of closed footbridges above their city. So you want us to be more like so Minneapolis. So you can function, wait, Chicago Pedway, which they should think about renaming that. It's the pedestrian way. Connects five miles of the city's downtown core around the loop. And you know who is dying for this functionality? Who? The worst, I'm not even going to call it neighborhood in Boston, the freaking seaport. Like if you go down in the seaport in winter, it is a hellscape. Oh, it's cold. It is. Did you so go to what's cold. the what's the thing they had down there? Like the the, uh, the outdoor market? market? Yeah, did you go Hell to that no. thing? Oh, uh, I Why did. would I go there? I did. It was terrible. It was so uh, I could walk around and rather. like look at these little crafts. Oh, look! You can throw this on your tree. Oh my gosh! Look, it's yep. underwear that's made out of recycled, yeah. you know, yarn bundles or that's something. What, that's great. what we did. Yeah, I like the winter craft. That's what the that's what it's the, a uh, nice idea. But I can't even be in that neighborhood in the winter because the wind whipping off the Herald Building used to be down there. It's true. And I would walk from my car into the office just with my like arms over my face because the wind comes whipping off the water and everything down there is like a bar a restaurant an office building or a uh, like there's no real neighborhood there or there's it's shopping condos, but yeah, yeah yeah or it's shopping it's built to have sky tunnels so i don't understand they're building things so rapidly down there can we get like five sky tunnels i would go down to that neighborhood so that area of the city, I'll say, because also don't call it South Boston, even though it is. Uh, I'll go down there way more often if I know that I can walk around sky tunnels to get from the dart bar over to the LL Bean. And I'm not saying like I don't want it to be a mall, but that sorry, that area of the city is an outdoor mall anyway. There's nothing there that you can't go and get in Wellesley or Needham or any of these other Dedham, any of these other you know, suburbs. Oh, I guess, Barking crab. Well, I guess I don't understand. So you want the you want to go to that area or you don't want to go to that area? I go to I don't want to go to that area in the winter because it's so miserable to walk around outside. And I'm not sure but what it doesn't sound like you like it all that much anyway. It's not, it doesn't sound like you like the seaport all that but much. But everybody so you, else likes it. I everybody see. else wants to go. I there. see. So now if you got you feel And like, I'm an extrovert if and you're I want to see my friends. You're gonna friends. get roped into meeting other people, One you're gonna of my go best to the seaport. Friends lives there, so I'll go. But, like, can we get a sky tunnel from the Children's Museum to, I don't know, the Lululemon or something? 
sure. I like I like your argument about being more like Chicago. That that argument I'll settle for. I don't I don't think this is a good pitch to say we need to be more like Minneapolis. I don't think that's a good. Pitch. We need to embrace. I think being this more is a like Chicago city. Yeah, but I'd lean into Chicago. I'd lean There's less into Minneapolis. There's nothing that the city is doing that makes us sound rinky dink if we're comparing ourselves to Minneapolis. We are a little rinky dink. I mean, well, we got one sky tunnel. But we're better than and Minneapolis. And it connects two malls. Minneapolis has like 10 miles of sky tunnels. That thing's rinky-dink. We don't need to be more like Minneapolis. They have an impressive sky tunnel system. <laughs> Here's the other thing. Apparently, it's supposed to be much safer, too. Because uh, you don't have to worry about getting, you know, Frostbite. one of Arcan's, no, crazy cars like driving up on the sidewalk into a building or yep, something. That's true. Because mm. Arcan loves those stories. They're not very dog-friendly, right? So I wonder if we could have, um, I've always thought about this, like we need an indoor dog park. That oh. you don't have to pay a ton of money for. Because, again, one of the worst things about having an active dog is you have to take your dog outside when it's really cold or it's raining. And the dog's like, I don't even want to be out here. Give me a sky tunnel to an indoor dog park. I I feel like I'm giving this out for free. I feel like you should run for mayor in a couple of years. It's like Michelle Wu. It's like a free know, Shark Tank idea. If there's any developers out there who want more ideas about these sky tunnels... I can take you into the next century where apparently Chicago already is. Yes, we need to be more like Minneapolis and get into the next century like Minneapolis. We're talking about Chicago. No, I I would lean into Chicago more, yes. I, I, uh, I don't know. Would I use these sky tunnels? You don't go outside, so I, I want feel like them, you're a bad case. I want them higher up, though. Can they be higher up than the Peru one? Like, if we're going to call it a sky tunnel, can yeah. they at least be a little higher in the air? Yeah, like at the top maybe, of the Prudential Center. Yeah, like can he, yeah, like yeah, exactly. Can That's we be a little, a little scary? Can we be a little higher up in the air? Than, and then than, we give them a glass bottom, so yeah, people are oh, just I, like afraid to walk across. No, that, and it's a slide, and you can slide down. Look, it's really high up. You don't have to worry about people seeing your underwear. <laughs> that I wouldn't like, but but you know, can we be higher up than one one story? That that Prudential one is not very high up at all. It's, it's kind of embarrassing that 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 you even have a sky tunnel in the city, considering like if somebody's looking up. Okay, cold. You know where they have a lot of these? Canada. Oh, I was going to say, why not do the underground tunnels like they do in Canada? Well, have you it's the same well, thing? Well, here's another thing: they been... heat those things because it gets so cold in like this time of year that they're like nobody can cross the street. You have we, to use the underground we do, tunnels, we or do you'll under, die. We do have underground tunnels; they're called the T. I, like, I have you been to the underground people? <laughs> You've been to the underground text mall. Line says Jesus, Mego, stop it! Have you, Sky tunnels. Have it's you been the future? Have you been oh. to the under the underground mall in Montreal? No, I've never been to Montreal. Oh, never been. No, listen to the. I've been to Montreal. I've not been to the underground mall. I have had people tell me it's not much. It's not as cool. If it wasn't as it in a strip club. I wasn't. There. You think it's like <laughs> it sounds think, really interesting. You think you're like in this underground world, and it's just it's really just a, a tunnel like one level below the ground. Oh, look at Tim Hortons. Yeah, it's, 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 that's exactly what it is. Yeah, Can't it's really not it. all that. I'm not impressive. talking about turning the city into a mall. I'm just trying to make it a little bit more livable for our winter months. City already is a mall, man. <laughs> Everything's just no, you buy one more, one more. The seaport city. is already a mall. One yes. more city. You know who else has a expansive tunnel system? Yeah, wait, wait. Let me guess. It's uh, not uh, sky tunnels. Uh, it's regular tunnels, uh, which I'm not putting Winni- out there. Winnipeg the catacombs. <laughs> yeah, the catacombs. Winnipeg, Houston. Oh, Houston, because of the heat, has 90 plus city blocks connected by tunnels underground. So people don't have to go walk outside in so the immense heat. So what do you want? What, what would your preference be? I want you, sky tunnels. You want sky tunnels, not underground tunnels. No, I don't want underground. I want I mean, underground look, tunnels. Mole people. You yeah. have, <laughs> yep, that's what I want. No, the underground tunnels, because I will say we do have the one underground tunnel that connects um, downtown crossing and Park Street. And it creates a pretty not cool atmosphere if you're a young woman walking through there. Got it.
Yeah, that's what I said. We the atmosphere is uncool for everyone, already, but I, I see what you mean. Yeah, right? you don't like walking in an underground <laughs> tunnel that smells like urine. So, like I, I was saying, we already I feel like the sky tunnel is more, you know, it's something it's of like the, the future. future. Yeah, 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 and you could say like, like fly, but, flying cars. You could say, oh, let's go to the seaport. It's the you know, it's the place with all the sky tunnels. It's really cool to take the kids. They'll love it. And then you get to wow. look around the city, and you go, oh, there's the crabby old part of the city. They don't have any sky tunnels there. Right. All they have are Victorian brownstones. Gross. Yeah. Look, Look at, at that, that park. Freedom Trail. We should just we should just do a sky tunnel right down the Freedom Trail. <laughs> I mean That's what we should do. You're getting crazy. I now. think we just I think you just have a sky because who wants to walk the Freedom Trail outside <laughs> no, in the winter? We're not taking any calls sky, about sky tunnel. The sky tunnels are dumb. The whole way, the whole way down the Freedom Trail. I think Mega's on to something. Why well, no one wants to walk that outside? Let's walk it inside. And let's put let's put like a uh, like a conveyor belt. Then you can really feel like you're in an airport. Everywhere no. you go, you can just feel like you're no. in an airport. No. Everywhere you go. No. In Boston. Welcome to Boston. I'm Marty Walsh. This is Logan Airport. <laughs> Check out our scenic sky tunnels. <laughs> All right. So when Megan said- We only said, have the one. When Megan said it would be- I told you today's was going to be when weird. When you said it would be weird, I didn't really know what to expect, but I was not expecting sky tunnels, but okay. Uh, in or out on Sky Tunnel, 617. The, the telephones are being mean. 779. Meg's like the monorail guy from The Simpsons. That's, that was one of the things <laughs> that, that I was plan. thinking. It's just this promise of the Listen, future. Sky, sky Tunnel's tunnel. in Brogdon, North Ogdenville, and West Conway. Yeah. That so, put you know, them on the map. Uh, how you you ever heard of a sidewalk in the sky? How are <laughs> you feeling about Sky Tunnels? Uh, 617. 779. 7937. You guys can weigh in there. It's Meg's planning each and every day. At this time, uh, when we come back, let's circle back to some of Brady and Belichick. Belichick on the Tom Brady podcast. We can do that next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.